Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone. All right, welcome back to episode 58 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Hub Chicago. So we are, um, it is Tuesday, November 26th. Recording this a bit earlier for you guys than usual, so we won't talk about college football playoff stuff tonight. Um, but we will talk about Turkey Day picks. We have a slew of them coming your way. Um, a big-time NFL slate this weekend, along with the normal college stuff. Then some Thanksgiving stuff on the outro that we'll talk about, as well as some other answer the internet questions. Um, well, last weekend we had a bit of a role reversal. Uh, Travis had a big-time gambling weekend, laid his nuts down on the table uh, with his Oklahoma State pick. It ended up pushing on the podcast, but he locked it in at six and a half. So um, big time for him for, for, uh, for making that pick. Yep. <clears throat> Most places had five and a half, six, six and a half. So that's what you got it at. Then it happened. They were down three at halftime. Looked like dog shit. And I was not impressed with the one of the Heisman front runners, the Chuba Hubbard guy. They're pretty much offense. Their offense pretty much just rolls entirely through him. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him play, but he's he's good. But if if he's not on, then they suck balls. I mean, you can't really expect much out of a kid who's named for band instrument. So that that would be a tuba. What's his name? Tuba. Chuba. Chuba. Yeah, like Chewbacca and Tuba. If they were to have a kid, that's who they would make. Chuba. I thought you were saying Tuba. I could have no, sworn Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. What a fucking name. But either way, they at least pushed and got your money back, so no punishment for me. I had two pushes last week. I've had one push all football season. Yeah, I haven't had any, which is weird. I normally – I mean, we're late in the year. Normally I've had some by now. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, I was less than seller after having my best weekend ever, but, you know, we had the chance to write the ship this weekend. Like I said, we we're going to be giving you – all the Turkey Day picks, all of our college picks, and the other NFL primetime games. So for a total of eleven this weekend. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites. Not the time for saving. All right, Jared said this week's episode degenerates digest has 11 picks we have so a little bit of guest commentary in the background a uh, a big podcast guest ethan short he'll tune in on some thoughts and opinions but i'll lead off college football uh my first pick we have a lot of friday games this this week because you always do on turkey weekend um cincinnati at memphis two ranked teams in the american athletic conference i have this i have this one as well this Friday at 2.30, huge spread. Memphis minus 11 is what it's at. 
I'm taking the opposite way. I'm going Cincinnati at plus 11. Same. Um, I don't know why two 10-1 teams, both, both at the top of their divisions in this conference, uh, the spread is so big. Yeah, and I mean, it's weird. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's fine. So, I mean, I was going to talk about this one later, but I thought the same thing. Like, they're really 19 and 18 in the rankings. Um, I mean, if you look at it, Cincinnati has a better um, conference record than Memphis. And if you look at it, they have two common opponents. They have a bunch of common opponents. But Memphis's, one of Memphis's losses, or their only loss, I guess, was to Temple. Um, and Cincinnati beat Temple. So that, for me, um, it was, was a big one. And 11 points in a really, really big-time conference game like this, I just don't see it being, being that big. Yeah, I mean, also – on the other end, Cincinnati already clinched their spot to play in the championship game. Uh, meanwhile, Memphis is still battling with Navy possibly yep. to play in it. So Cincinnati can maybe ruin their chance to play them again in two weeks. So I think that's what they're going to do. Cincy plus 11. Would it be two weeks or is that next? I think conference championships are next weekend. Are they? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think I thought there was always two weeks in between, but maybe there, not. There usually is, but Thanksgiving's so late this year. So, oh, that's true. Yeah, so like I'm not sure. Weekend's, next weekend's the first weekend of December. So, um, Ethan, statistician, look that up for us. Um, what's so you had that game as well? Yes. Do you want me to roll? In? Yeah, into just, my second game then. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go ahead, go and go to your second one. My second game, one that I thought about making my lock, uh, was Wake Forest. At Syracuse, this was Saturday at 1130. Uh, Wake Forest is four-point favorites um, on the road in Syracuse. I've seen this Wake Forest team play a few times, and their offense can be very dangerous when they're not. However, they do not play very well. But they're playing a Syracuse team who has shockingly not been good. Man. They're not getting into a bowl game. They're four and seven, uh, so they're not playing for anything. Meanwhile, Wake Forest is eight and three, playing for a nice bull bid and possibly playing to finish the season ranked. They're in a dome at Syracuse versus a team who is one and six in conference play. So I'm taking Wake Forest minus four. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Syracuse was, I remember we, you and I were both pretty high on them when we did our college football preview show, but they just never really panned out. Um, my next game, and I actually was going to have it as my first game I was going to talk about because it's the one I'm probably least confident in, and it's a, it's a gambling pick that's a little bit risky. Um, but it's number 23, Virginia Tech at Virginia. This is a big in-state rivalry. Um, it's Friday at 11 a.m. on ABC, so another Friday game. So I've had two of, two of them for you so far. Um, and the spread is three. Virginia Tech's obviously favored. But I am going to take Virginia, not only with the spread, I'm taking Virginia money line plus 130. So that's my pick. Virginia, the Cavaliers, with the upset over the Hokies, who are ranked. Um, I like them because with a spread this close in a rivalry game, you might as well pick – if you're going to pick the underdog, you might as well take the money line for the value because, you know, this is a huge game. It's in Virginia. They're at home. It's going to be senior night. Both teams are 8-3, and 5-2 and two in conference play. But Virginia has a great dual-threat cute quarterback in Bryce Perkins. He's thrown for over 2,600 yards this year, 15 TDs, does have eight picks, so he's kind of turnover prone. But he can also get done on the ground, has over 500 rushing yards and nine touchdowns on the year there as well. So I think he's a difference maker on senior night and leads the Cavaliers to the upset over Virginia, over Vatek. All right. Have you, Ethan, you disagree with any of these picks so far? I haven't, no, and I was just going to chime in really fast. Um, the championship games are being played next weekend. So for moving forward. No, no weekends off. No week off. 
All right. <clears throat> My third pick is one that a lot of people will probably watch. It is the Iron Bowl. Number, who knows what number they'll be. Alabama uh, at Auburn, who's also ranked their number 15 as of right now. This is Saturday at 2.30. Alabama's three-and-a-half-point favorites, and that's what I'm taking. I'm taking Alabama at three-and-a-half. I think this is the closest spread Bama has had all season. And even with Mac Jones in under center, I still like it. The dude has played very well. Um, in Iron Bowl history, the last 10 games, Bama is 7-3 and three since 2010. And all seven of those wins would have covered the spread. It's a must-win game for them. I think they make that 8-3. and three. I'm going with Alabama at 3.5. Alrighty, I w- saw that was going to throw it in there, but I didn't like the spread, so Travis feels confident enough to take it, so you know, kind of listen to that. My next game is going to be the Battle of Bedlam. It's the Oklahoma Sooners. Right now they're ranked number seven at number 21, Oklahoma State, the Cowboys. This, this is on, my lock. This is your lock. This is on Saturday at 7 p.m. on Fox. I didn't touch the spread, so is your lock, is your lock the spread? Yes, it is. Mine is not. I'm going with the over of 69 and a half in this game. This wow, game. 69. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, the last 10 years, this rivalry has had some fucking barn burners, averaging 74.6 points per game in the, over, over a 10-year span, which is ridiculous. Um, and the over in this game, this over would have hit six of the last 10 years and four of the last five. So recently, it would have, it would have hit more than, the, than over the last 10 years. But they both have very high-powered offenses that can score quickly and often. I think Jalen Hurts is going to get a shot to improve his Heisman candidacy, and I expect that it's going to be a fun game. Um, just So just take the over and root for points. So I really like that because on the other side of the ball, there's another Heisman candidate, the Chuba Hubbard guy. Yep. So with my lot, I do like that, especially because Oklahoma State's secondary is absolutely atrocious. You'd know that if you watched the game last weekend. Mine, the spread is huge. It's 13 and a half. In Oklahoma State, I am taking Oklahoma State plus 13. I'm going back to them at home. Hubbard needs a strong outing against this awful OU defense as of lately. And Oklahoma would not have covered this spread in their last four games. They have not looked like tip-top shape. All their games have come down to the wire, so I think this one is kind of thrown in there as well. Awesome. Love that. So if you're feeling a little risky, do a little parlay action on there with um, Oklahoma State and the over. Um, I'll roll into my lock of the week. My lock of the week is another big rivalry game because it is rivalry week. Another word I can't continue to say. Um, Rivalry. This is the game. Number two, Ohio State at number 10, Michigan at Saturday at 11 a.m. on Fox and the spread is nine and a half. Whenever I, I looked, depending on what book you have, I've seen it at eight, eight and a half. But on Bavada, it was nine and a half. And I'm taking the Wolverines to cover at plus nine and a half. They're the dogs, obviously, but it's at home in the big house. This is probably the biggest the game in a, in a long time. Um, I just don't see a top 10 matchup being decided by, by more than 10 points. I would have taken Ohio State if they wouldn't have folded against Penn State last week. They're up big. I. I bet on them to cover the 18 and a half points. They didn't do it. They let Penn state back in that game. And I think Michigan's a better team than Penn state at this point in the season. Um, they haven't won this game since, since 2011, but they're six and a four, six and four against the spread this year. They've also scored 38 or more points in the last four games. So they're catching fire at the right time. 
Um, I think Ohio State defense is, Ohio State's defense will prevail in the end and they'll win, but I don't think it's going to be by more than ten. So take the Wolverines at plus nine and a half if you can get them there. It's ballsy, very ballsy, ballsy pick. <clears throat> but all those games are taking place after these next games we're talking about, which is Thanksgiving Day. We got the Turkey Day games. Three of them on tap, and I don't really like any of them. Thank God I'll be spending four hours driving to Branson for most of these games because they look pretty, pretty, pretty awful. Yeah. So the first one of the day is at eleven thirty a.m. Got the Bears at the Lions. Bears are three point favorites on the road, and the over under is a measly thirty eight and a half. Um, I wanted to take the under, but that that's just too low for me. I am taking. The Lions plus three. I wish I could bet against both these teams right now, but as a home underdog against a god-awful Bears team, I just I don't know. I don't know who to pick. Just going with the team who I think can impress me more, and that's the Lions. All right. Um, I didn't touch the spread. I touched the over-under. I know it's – I mean, I, I didn't put a lot of money on this game. I've already placed on my best for the weekend. This is probably the game I put the least amount of money on. Um, I did the under of 38 and a half in this game for obvious reasons. I mean, you got to think about it. Jeff Driscoll lost to Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins on Sunday. The bears are one and five in their last six games at Ford field. So I didn't see either of those as an advantage to take the spread. Um, however, these two teams face in week 10 when Driscoll was playing and the total was 33. He hasn't thrown for more than 269 yards in a game. The bears passing D is ninth at best in the country. Also, the Bears are twenty. Bears are twenty eighth in the league in points scored per game, so their offense sucks too. Um, I just think this is going to be a snoozer, a great game to fucking just help prep in the kitchen for, have on in the background for background noise, um, and drink some help prep in the kitchen. Yeah, and drink some beer. Well, women and then men just Jesus, <laughs> and then men just drink beer and chat with each other and shoot the shit, but. The under of 30 and a half. That was very sexist, and I apologize now for <laughs> You guys are on a roll back-to-back weeks. <laughs> All right. Um, second day, second game of the day is at 3.30. Bills at Cowboys in Jerry World. As always, you have the Lions and Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving Day. Cowboys are seven-point favorites, and over-under is 45. I didn't take the spread here. I don't know what you did. I, I took did. the over-under. And I'm taking the under of 45. We have two top 10 defenses in the NFL. The Bills are the third best defense. Cowboys at number seven. Um, obviously, you saw last week, I know they played in a shitty Foxborough Stadium. Cowboys just really struggled to get anything going, and that's seeming to be you know, the whole Bills year. They're, they're riding on their defense. So if they have a shot in this game, it's going to need to be low scoring. I don't – Forty-five. Yeah, I don't hate that pick at all. So, again, you're going to get a little bit of double dipping. Maybe you want to do a parlay and bet on them both. Because I did the spread. Um, I took the Bills plus seven um, in this one. Like Travis said, you know, you saw the Cowboys play against the team last week who with a great defense and the Patriots. And the Bills have a pretty damn good defense as well. Um, there's one stat for me that stands out in this one. The Cowboys haven't beaten a winning team this year, a, a, a team with a winning record this year. Um, the only, the best team they beat was back in week seven um, when they beat Philly, who at the time had a winning record, but now we know they're five and six. Um, the Bills have a stout defense. I think it's going to keep them in this game. Um, I wouldn't be tempted by the money line, though, just because um, the Cowboys are 31-19-1 on Thanksgiving Day, um, but I think it's going to be close enough to cover those seven points. Also, as a bonus little stat, 
Buffalo seven three and one against the spread this year. They are three zero and one against the spread as an underdog. So they are hitting or pushing as an underdog this year. So, all right, we'll see if they can keep it rolling. This last game is probably going to be the best game of the day, and that's going to be when I'm full of shit at 7.20 p.m. As no, you, no you, won't be, you won't be full of shit. You'll be on the toilet pushing the shit out of your system. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I will not be full of shit anymore. It will be out of my system. But it is the Saints at the Falcons. Saints are six-and-a-half-point favorites. The line moved a little bit. It was at seven. Already at six-and-a-half. Over-under is 49. I am... Going back to what I did the last matchup, I'm taking the Saints again at six and a half. Uh, they returned to form last week, or the Falcons returned to form last week against the Buccaneers as they got destroyed by Jameis Winston in their air attack. I feel like the Saints can do the same thing, and they're wanting revenge for that loss last time around, so I'm taking Saints by a touchdown. Yeah, that's, a, that's the same exact uh, pick I had. Actually, when I was doing my prep, uh, the Saints were seven-point uh, favorites. Now they're only six-and-a-half, so even more incentive. I was going to take them at seven. I'll take them at six-and-a-half. Um, like Travis said, the Falcons had a good two-week run, and that was about it. They returned back to their old self last week against the Bucks. my upset pick of the week, which hit, by the way. Um, Breeze and company are clicking again. Atlanta has a 27th-ranked pass, passing defense along with the 18th-ranked rushing defense. So I can see them putting up a lot of points um, and, uh, and, again, be looking for revenge for that egg they laid at home against them two weeks ago. So um, Saints minus six and a half seems like a pretty mortal lock this week. Exactly. Um, like I said, not a big fan of the Thanksgiving Day games this year. No, no. But that takes us into the Sunday night game, which is Patriots at Texans. Um, Patriots are minus three on the road. The over-under is 44 and a half. I think this is another one of those games I absolutely love, and I went with Patriots minus three. Um, this Texas team has not looked super impressive to me lately. Not convinced they can put up a big fight against the Patriots team, whose defense still seems to be doing well. Um, and the Texans' defense is just too shaky. I know Tom Brady hasn't had a good game in a while, but I feel like he's due for one here shortly. And what other than against the Texas secondary or Texans secondary, that is. So I'm taking the Pats minus three. Love that pick. Again, when I was doing my prep, they were at three and a half, and I was going to take them then. But now at three, uh, even more incentive. Um, I'll take Pats minus three all day in this one. Uh, Houston's defense, like Travis just said, has looked less than stellar lately. Actually, over their last three games, they're averaging allowing 381 yards a game. Um, So, like, you know, Again, perfect time for New England's defense to, or offense, for that matter, to get rolling again. It's going to be in a dome in Houston, so no weather can affect this. Houston's five and six against the spread. Pats are seven and four, four and two as road favorites. And one last thing: Houston is one and eight all time against New England. One and eight. So again, doesn't really bode well for the have it. What? So there you have it. There you have it. Doesn't really bode well. Pats minus three. I mean, minus three of me. Essentially a win with a push at, at the worst. Um, so that's a good line. Monday night game, however, should be another really good one. It's Vikings at Seahawks. Seahawks are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 49. Um, again, kind of heavy favorite. I'm going with the Seahawks here. I really don't love it, though. Week in, week out, I just feel that Russell Wilson continues to find a way to win. They're competing for that NFC West division title with the 49ers they're one game back they can't sleep slip up 
They're playing in Seattle, which is always tough, especially this time of the year you have the weather they're dealing with. I think Russ can get it done, but again, I don't love it. Seahawks minus three is a little bit eh. Yeah, I don't I love I love this matchup in this game. Like you said, it should be, be fun. Yeah, it should be a good one. I don't like it from a gambling standpoint at all. Um, but I'm picking it because we always pick the primetime games, obviously. I'm actually going we have our first controversial pick. Um, I'm going Vikings plus three here. Um both the teams are six and five against the spread. So, you know, obviously they're both decently, I mean, they're average against the spread. But Seattle, this is one big thing for me. Seattle's one and four against the spread at home this year. So that's a telltale sign for me on the flip side. Minnesota's three and three against the spread on the road. Not great, but still better than one and four. Um, Minnesota's also two and one. Their record, actual record, is two and one after a bye week dating back to 2017. So, you know, they've, they've gotten two weeks to prepare for Seattle, um, a defense that's not that great. Um, you're not going to stop their offense. They are going to have to outscore them. Um, I'm not saying they win, but at the least you bet on the Vikings and probably hopefully get a push maybe. Um, who knows? They could win, but I'm going to take them. Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't like, like this game from a gambling standpoint at all. Yeah, no, I think I just mainly picked the Seahawks because I have a Russell Wilson boner this year. The Seahawks have fucked me so many times this year. I'm just not even – I don't know. Yeah, I might not even bet on it. Who knows? Um but that takes us into our locks of our lock of the week, which I will go first. You can go, and then I made Ethan pick a lock of the week. He's All been right. here the whole time. Um, <laughs> my lock of the week is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, the Sunday noon game. It's pretty much a pick. I'm taking Bucks money line here. Their offense is just way too much to keep up with the struggling Jags team. The Jaguars have not won since October 27th, and that was against the Jets. And then before that, they beat the Bengals. So they haven't won a quality game in a long time. This seems like a guarantee with how well Jameis has been playing and how bad the Jags' defense has been. I think the money line's like minus 110 right now. Yeah, don't hate that pick at all. Um, I actually like it a lot. You see Leonard Fournette posted that, that picture today. Uh, it was like a meme. You know that meme of that, of that GTA character walking – Oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> Fucking Leonard Fournette tweeted that out, but it's a picture of a guy wearing his jersey. So, yikes! Um, not maybe, a, maybe I don't know. Not a lot. Not a lot of good things happening down there in uh, in the cesspool that is Jacksonville. Anyway, my lock of the week. It, this I am pissed. I didn't flex this in, into the Sunday night game. Um, Ravens Niners. Ravens Niners. Man, I I'm, thought about this. I'm so mad. So San Francisco is going on the road to play Baltimore, um, which they Lamar Jackson and the company looked incredible last night against the Rams. Um, this is a Sunday at noon game, and the spread was rather big. So how are you going to make the Ravens three point only three point favorites against the Rams, but then make them six and a half point favorites against the Niners? I get it's at home; the Niners have to travel across the country, but I'm taking San Francisco at plus six and a half. Um, I'm taking that because the Niners are 3-0 against the spread as underdogs. I found a lot of like nuggets against the spread records uh, in, in this week, but the Niners are 3-0 against the spread as underdogs this year, and they have the best defense in the league, allowing only 248 yards per game. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonix therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control, it gave me my life back. Axonix therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Uh, I think Bosa and company in that in that defensive line can slow down. Really, last night if you watched it, Mark Ingram fucking tore up the Rams, like tore yeah, them up. That was bad. I think if I think the Niners can stop Mark Ingram if they have a quarterback spy, they have a pretty athletic linebacking core. They can keep a QB spy on Jackson and limit everything else. If you just make him throw, he's not going to get it done. Um, I mean, he only threw 15 passes last night or some shit like that. Um, so I think I think the Niners have an elite defense. I don't think they're going to win. They might win. Who fuck knows? But six and a half was way too big. So Niners plus six and a half for me. Lock of the week. I don't know. My lock was going to go the under, I think, which is 46 and a half. But I went with the Bucks instead. Um, either way, Ethan, what's your lock? Yeah, so actually my lock is college football. So we're going to have to rewind here just a second. Um, but the game that I chose uh, is kind of a homer game. I'm going to be at the game. Um, it's the team that I know pretty well this year. So I picked the Illinois Northwestern game. The spread is nine and a half. Illinois is at home, and I'm taking Illinois at minus nine and a half. Um, they're eight and three against the spread this year. And when you start to like break it down, they have uh, they're undefeated against the spread in their last six. So they're six and zero, oh, and seven out of their last eight. The only thing that scares me a little bit is that they're two and two when they're favorites, um, and they're like, what is that? Then six and one when they're underdogs. So that's something that's kind of shaky, but taking them nine and a half um, Northwestern is a God awful football team. And Illinois has been kind of surprising this year. So I don't know, man, you got to watch out for that, that Northwestern athletic trainer. Who's like yoked to the fucking gills. <laughs> yeah. He might run out there and fucking tackle a guy himself. Who knows? <laughs> no, I like that pick sideline. I like that. pick. I like right. that pick. Illinois was good to me last week. So, uh, you know, maybe they can pull off a double-digit win. Upset of the week, we are including primetime games this week since there's five, and one of mine is a primetime game. It's the first game that we talked about. It's the Lions and the Bears. I'm going Lions money line for just reasons of Mitch Trubisky being on the other side of the ball. Don't hate that at all. I actually I, – I lumped that in there because, like, like Travis said, we had five primetime games. That's nearly almost half of your NFL slate, or at least a third of it. Um I actually went with a different route. Um, Rams at Cardinals Sunday at 3.05. The Cardinals are plus 160. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals to win this game. 
coming off a bye. The Rams are atrocious right now. I mean, the Ravens made them look fucking stupid last night. Um, I don't think they've stopped a goddamn fucking leaky faucet at all this year. Um, no, they can't. Their defense is, is is bad. They're allowing 23 points per game to opponents in their last three. We saw Lamar Jackson, who's a mobile quarterback, eat him up last night. They're playing Car- Kyler Murray this week, who's also a mobile quarterback with a better arm than, than Lamar Jackson, might I add. Um, also, they've had two weeks to prepare. I think they're going to um, you know, kind of come out swinging. Uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury – and that and that and that offense are going to be rolling. So, um, and it's always fun to, to root against uh, against the the Lambs. So Cardinals plus one sixty. Yeah, plus one sixty Cardinals. My Lions are plus one thirty five. I mean, I don't love it, but it could happen. Lions on Thanksgiving Day. That's our Degenerates Digest. We have a very very short trending topics coming up, but it should be a good one. So don't miss it. Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, our trending topic segment, like Travis said, we're going to keep it pretty short for you guys this week. We know it's a holiday week, but we thank you for listening. Um, real quick, another some other big news that dropped today that I forgot to mention. Um, the Mizzou Bowl ban got upheld or the postseason ban by the NCAA, which can I just say that why the fuck even draw out the appeal process so long? It's not like I care. I don't want to see Mizzou play in the fucking Birmingham Bowl anyway, even if they do beat Arkansas. But now, bonus pick, might as well pick Arkansas to win on Friday because Mizzou has nothing to play for. I don't know, man. I was really I was about to book my flight to Birmingham. <laughs> uh, that's my ideal vacay destination for the winter. If you can, fl- if you're gonna fly to Birmingham, then you just got you must have just fuck you money because it's like a fucking five hour drive. I don't know, man. I just love the place. I can't. I know, you. it's phenomenal. I don't <laughs> actually. It's like I watch Illinois play in the Kraft Mac and Cheese Bowl. <laughs> no, because that supports uh, the owner of the Patriots. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but real quick, do you see that Barstool tried to sponsor a bowl, but ESPN blocked it? Really? Yeah, they wanted to sponsor the the bowl that used to be the Dollar General Bowl because their sponsor ran out in May. It wasn't going to be a big one. I think it's the one in Boca Raton, um, but they were like, all they they were in talks to sponsor it and close it, and then ESPN and the NCAA kind of stepped in and said no. Damn, you mean to tell me that Dollar General couldn't afford to sponsor a bowl anymore? I don't know those those fucking stores pop up like they're like they're goddamn corn like they're fucking corn stalks. I mean. Dude, I- I don't. I, I don't even think people work there. You walk into a Dollar General, and there's just shit thrown everywhere. It's Dude. like walking into an antique store, like a fucking <laughs> uh, what are they called? A thrift like store, a flea market, thrift That's store. What it looks like. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Ridiculous. No shit. It really is. It really is. So anyway, we're off our Dollar General rant. We're gonna do, <laughs> Travis. We're gonna do the two Mount Rushmores first, then we're gonna end with the answer of the internet questions like we did the last. The two. Time. Well, there's two Mount Rushmore questions. 
You're supposed to rank your sides and then rank your desserts. Oh, I thought it was sides and desserts combined. There's no way I can think of four sides. I did. I was having a tough time getting my fourth with them combined. All right. Well, you can just Let's do it combined. I actually like that. I'll do them separately. So oh. why, don't what? You, why don't you take your fucking time and try to wiggle them down in your top four total? I got it. I got, I, I got my top four. So we're going to go Mount Rushmore and we're ranking them one, one, one through four of our Thanksgiving sides and desserts. I did both, but now I have to take eight and combine it down to four. So I'm going to go with my number one on my Mount Rushmore real quick. And it's fucking mashed potatoes and gravy. I mean, okay. That is like, okay. you cannot have a Thanksgiving meal without having like you dip the Turkey in it and it's just, I don't know. It just completes the entire meal. Mine, my number one is stuffing. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. I love the stuffing. I'm all about it. Yeah. Ethan. It, yeah. My, my number one was also stuffing. Um, oh, that's man. something that I have to grab pretty much every single Thanksgiving meal because it's the only time of the year you really eat it anyways. Like I don't just whip it up in the middle of May. Like I'm going to get me some stuffing the night for dinner. So, well, that's, that's bullshit that it's only like once a year. That should be like a whole winter thing stuffing, but I love stuffing. I think the reason that it's so good though, is because it's a novelty. It is. It is. And, but it's, I couldn't eat stuffing a bunch. No spoiler alert. Stuffing is not in my Mount Rushmore. Travis knows this. I'm not a huge stuffing guy. I eat it, but it's not like something I oodle and like have to have. Um, the weird thing too is I'm all about the box stuffing. I don't like the homemade stuffing. Give me yeah, I know you like the fucking shitty. You like the stove shitty stovetop. Yep. Stovetop stuffing is where it is fucking at. Yep, yep. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna roll into my number two on my Mount Rushmore. This is number second. This is second for me. Pumpkin pie. It I is knew that was coming. A staple in our household in the Ryan household. It is a staple every year. I always have three to four pieces of pie at every Thanksgiving dinner, which is disgusting to think about. And I at least have one or two pieces of pumpkin, at least. No whipped cream. If you put whipped cream on your fucking pumpkin pie, you're a goddamn commie. Okay, wow. Mine is one that probably not a lot of people have. It's I don't know how popular it is, something my mom makes. Yep. The pumpkin cheesecake. Uh, and that's like, my mom just makes it just for me at this point. I think you get to take the whole thing home at the end of the day. I, I usually eat a piece or two. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But, That's number two for me for sure. It is so like the pumpkin cheesecake. I'll describe it. It's like not firm pumpkin. It's like the pumpkin straight out of the can. Before yeah, it's like jiggly it. pumpkin. Yeah, and it's like I got the graham cracker crust and the cream like a girl's cheese. fat ass when she's running on the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it looks like. <laughs> okay. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> all right um sorry i'm getting excited over here full disclosure unpopular opinion pumpkin flavored anything is the worst thing what in of like foods we have to cancel so, ethan short on this um, podcast i apologize for that that i mean what about pumpkin be beer nope i mean it depends nope. on like it depends on the kind of beer i can do some pumpkin beers but i won't go out of my way to like buy it unless it's just like some sort of festive thing and i haven't tried it all right, let's hear um, your number two. But my number two is corn, but not Ooh. just straight up corn. <laughs> so, no, you got to listen. It's, it's, a, it's a good meal. It's what my grandma used to make. Um, it's cream cheese corn. And it sounds like, like what? How's, how do you combine that? But you put it in a crock pot and like, you, it's, I don't know what yeah. go in it, but it's cream cheese and it's corn and then it's some other things. But it's actually really good. And it's one of the favorite things that I've eaten since like I was a kid. I'm pretty sure it's called it's called cream of corn, I think is what it's well, called. Well, no, like cream corn 
No, 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 not, oh, not, oh, not. Cream not, of corn. Okay. Yeah, cream of corn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Well, I, that I, is some I, kind I of corn. Have to have it every time. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big corn on my Thanksgiving plate type type guy. Um, I only like sweet corn. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. Anyway. What's your third? My third one, and this is tough. Um, I had to, and this is going to be another something that a lot of not a lot of people are going to relate to. But Travis will know this, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's his next one. But it's our mom's sweet and sour meatballs. Oh um, my god, how did I forget that? I don't fucking know, bro. But like, people are like, "What meatballs? What?" No, my mom like literally makes these meatballs. She, they're usually deer meat because our dad's a hunter, and she fries them up in the pan and then makes a sauce in the crock pot. It's like jelly and like barbecue sauce and brown sugar, and it's like all mixed together. It's fucking phenomenal. She puts the meatballs in it. It's just like, ooh, prima della. I'm just going to go fuck right off because I can't believe I forgot that. Mine, uh, my third one is going to be cheesy potatoes. Ooh, dude. I can't believe I forgot that. See, yeah. this is why I want to do fucking sides and desserts, but whatever. Now, we got to go top four. Cheesy potatoes, that's what it is. You should all know what cheesy potatoes are. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, fair. Um, my number three is uh, sweet potatoes, or some people like to call them like candy yams. Candy yams. You got to have like the marshmallows. Oh yeah. The cinnamon and or brown sugar, sorry, and like all that fun stuff. That's one of my favorite dishes to put on there. Kind of, kind of gives a discrepancy to the rest of the stuff that's on the ta- or on the plate. Huh. You know, and it, and it's and it's not it's it's not a dessert like most people like you right. eat with your actual meal. And I never really had it. Cause like sweet Travis knows this tra- sweet potatoes aren't big in our family. They're starting to kind of creep in there. Cause I told my mom, they're actually better for you than regular fucking potatoes. Um, but Carly's mom makes them. And I had them like at Thanksgiving last year for the first time. And so they might slowly creep into my top because I really like them. That's a good choice. Interesting. All right, Jared, number four, last one, dude. So this could be either or my last one. I went two desserts, two sides. Mine is, Apple pie, but more specifically, our mom's 10-pound apple pie. That is right. For all you listening at home, my mom makes a fucking 10-pound apple pie, and it is delicious. <laughs> um, so apple pie, my number four. Okay. Mine is kind of stemming off yours earlier. Since I already had the potatoes in there, and you said mashed potatoes and gravy, mine's just straight-up gravy. Dude, yeah. Like young gravy, gravy train. Because you – like Travis like pours gravy all over his entire – Gravy train. <laughs> Yeah, so just gravy. And if you don't like gravy, then, I mean, I don't know. I want to tell you about it. Hey, come back. <laughs> <laughs> My number four was also apple pie. Um, but since you used apple pie, I can also throw another number four in there, which is uh, cranberry sauce. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to end this by whoever uses cranberry, like the cranberry sauce is absolutely fucking disgusting. So, Ethan, do you use like, do you use like, is, is it homemade or is it the shit that comes out of a can that still looks it's, like it's in it's the can? It's homemade. It's homemade. You don't like pull that shit out and it just comes out looking like a slinky that keeps in its rings. <laughs> it's like... That's what it sounds like coming out of the fucking it can. It's like fucking silly putty. <laughs> Dude, so, I, so Travis is going to say cranberry sauce. 
this is a thing that I've heard that never. If you have mac and if no, mac and cheese does not belong on a Thanksgiving plate, depends on if it's just like mac and cheese or if you like bake it or you do some, some like the gourmet with, with like the yeah. breadcrumbs on top. No, but like for me, mac and cheese is like, is like a summer dish. Like I don't like I think that I think the mac and cheese like movement has been new. Like I don't I don't think it belongs on Thanksgiving. I mean, I doubt the Pilgrims had mac and cheese. Did you guys watch the Barstool like? <laughs> I did. Side dishes I did. today. Yeah, they were talking about. I was kind of pissed that they put it out today because I thought of this last night actually before that came out. Yeah, he didn't text me last night. Yeah, I thought of this whole topic. I'm like that'd be good, like good kind of trending stuff. But anyway, that's our Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving sides and desserts. Let us know what you guys like, and if you like fucking mac and cheese, don't even fucking tweet at us. Um, <laughs> but listen, listen, continue to listen. Yes, yeah, but don't, <laughs> don't, don't fucking come in here with that noise. Cranberry sauce is fine. <laughs> Ethan likes it. Our dad eats it. Um, so I am pulling out some answers. answer the internet. Answer the internet question. Remember, we do three of them. We do we do an answer the internet. We do a poll the internet, and then what's the other thing? I forget what it is. I'm trying to find it. Hold on one second. I'm pulling them out right now as we speak. It's de- a debate the internet. So got all all three right here. We're gonna go in order. The first one is the answer the internet question, and this is a fucking good one. How would you rank the four major sports playoffs? Hang on. You froze up a little bit. Can you re-say that? <laughs> yeah. I said, how would you rank the four major sports playoffs? Okay. Who's going first? Me? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll just go and throw out my number four. My number four is baseball. My number four? Um, no. I hate the NBA for sure. My number four is also the NBA. Okay. Yep. My, What's third your number one, my third one's going to be the NBA. Okay. My fourth one's going to be baseball. Your third one? MLB. Or third one, yeah, MLB. And my third one is also the MLB. I think me and Travis might have the same same order here. Yep. yep. And then two's football for me. Yep. Agreed. Number one's hockey. hockey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stanley Cup playoffs is unbeatable. Yep. Yep. It's it's Okay. I mean, if your team's in it, there's nothing better. If your team's not in it, then I could really, you could really care less. I don't know. Watching, watching playoff hockey, though, is still like – it's kind of unmatched. The intensity, it's always like – That's my thing. Happening. Like, yes, I do agree. If, you're, if your team's in it, it's, it's that much more hyped. But, I don't know, hockey, hockey playoffs is just ridiculous. So, really, the only difference that we had is I had baseball and – basketball flip-flop i just think baseball playoffs are so boring unless your team's in it i can sit down and watch the nba playoffs if yeah, even I, in it. I love like don't get me wrong i love baseball like that's been my sport since i grew up but watching it like playoffs on tv it's just you're sitting there for three hours watching nothing for and then just my reason for the nba being last is just the predictability this these day and ages it's not gonna it's not gonna be that i don't think it's gonna be that way this year but no, probably not. But uh, we shall see. That was a good one. But yep. I feel like pretty close. We all had the same thing. Yeah. So no, no porn ones this week. Thank, thank God. But the <laughs> next one is a poll the internet. Damn. This is a good one because it kind of relates to our gambling podcast. Poll the internet. Would you bet on all one seeds beating sixteen seeds in March Madness if winning got you one million? But if you lose, you get shot in the face. Oh yeah. We we talked about this. Uh, 100%. I'm betting on the one seeds. 
But then it the happened year, one time last year. You're getting shot in the face. That's fine. I'll take the chances. I'm getting that million though. And it doesn't say you die. It just says you what, get shot in the face. What happens if you bet on the 16 seed? You just live or you get the million. Uh, that's not, that's not part of the question. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's just a yes or no. Yeah. Would you uh, bet on all? I mean, I would too. 63 to 60. Ethan, I'm guessing you, you would as well. Yeah. I, I would be like anxiety through the roof during the first round, but yeah. Why what happens if it doesn't hit? It's not like you're going to feel anything. <laughs> Again, it doesn't say you die. Just you sh- people get shot. 50 Cent got shot in the face and he lived. So <laughs> Would it be worse to live, though, getting shot in the face or I mean, just to 50, die? 50 Cent made a, made a decent career out of it. Depends. Yeah. But so I'm definitely – what did you say, 63%? 63% per, said yes. That's it? Yep. That's I don't like money. This one is a good one to end on. Um, debate the internet. If you could be homeless in any city, where would you choose? Not fucking St. Louis. Homeless <laughs> in any city. So for me, I'm going to pick somewhere that's warm. So I don't have to deal with the harsh winters. Cause Absolutely. I can't imagine being some being homeless at somewhere where it gets fucking brutally cold. It'd be the worst. I mean, you wouldn't want to be homeless in Saskatoon. Fucking. <laughs> um, and I'm not picking LA because it's overridden with bums, so there's no way you could be a beggar there because everyone, people just are just numb and see you all the time. So, and also, I, I heard a story the other day of a homeless person dumping a hot bucket of diarrhea on somebody. Ew! <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I'm gonna go somewhere. Shit, dude, that's a good question. I mean, it's definitely tropical. Um, fuck it, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go off the. Off the charm and say like Honolulu. That wouldn't be bad. In Hawaii. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> Imagine it'd be a bad way to live homeless. Um I'm going Nashville. I've heard Nashville's pretty clean. Um and Ooh, I also Ethan. feel like I also feel like people there are probably a little more hospitable than other cities. So yeah. they might be more likely to like give you money or clothes or food or whatever you might need. And then maybe you become not homeless anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to ruin your fucking pick right now because Carly was talking to me about this the other night. She follows all these like country music artists in Nashville and their wives and shit like that. Cause she loves Nashville. Nashville has, I didn't know this either. Cause when I went, like you said, I, when I went there, it was super clean. I would not have never have guessed it. They have a 9% homeless ratio to their, like 9% of their people that live there are homeless. The national average is three. Oh, so they just have a lot of homeless people. So we'd be crowded. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But Again, you said more hospitable. You can go down to the bars and beg or, you know, perform tricks or whatever or learn how to play guitar. That's not a bad one. I'm going to go like Travis and I'm going to go way off the grid. I'm going to go like in the Exumas in the, in the Bahamas. Like, so like, because one, it's nice down there all the fucking time. Yeah, I have to worry about hurricanes, but if I'm homeless and I die from a hurricane, that's just how it was meant to be. And two, I could learn to live off the land, go fishing and shit. Um, like you said, go to the go near the sandals down there and beg from the rich ass people that go there. Um, if I need to, but just being in a trap, it'd be so much nicer to be homeless in a, in a place where it's sunny and, and gorgeous all the time. Jared's taking a book out of the Billy McFarlane page or book and, uh, just getting a one way ticket to Firefest. Exactly. <laughs> a one way ticket to Firefest that never comes back. <laughs> and I ain't sucking dick for water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a good one. I like it. All right, guys. So, um, yeah, so that's – again, we're going to do three of those every week. Um, thank you for Ethan Short to hanging around, even though he probably just hung out at Travis's house all day. 
<laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, but it's Thanksgiving week. We've got a lot to be thankful for. We are thankful for you listeners who listen to us week in and week out. Um, even if we lose you money on gambling, um, we just really appreciate you guys. We do this for you every week. We do it for yeah, absolutely. Thankful for everyone. Thankful for Oklahoma State last weekend for sending me my punishment. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.